Welcome to Moonshine and Music. My name is Joe Shelton, and uh, the episode today is a little different than usual. Obviously, we've got the coronavirus uh, invading our land, and um, so we're stuck in our houses. So we tried a little bit of remote filming of the show today. Our special guest is Brentley Smith. He works on the show as a cameraman and uh, we kind of in a stunt double, and also uh, he does little comedy bits in the middle. But today's interview is all about him and about comedy, stand-up comedy, and uh, how he got started. And that's a little different for us because we usually promote music and musicians. But Brent's been a really big part of the show. And plus, we needed to test out Zoom and see if we could do this with some of our shows. So he got to be our guinea pig for today's show. Anyway, you're going to see some of Brent's other comedy bits, and I hope you like it, and I hope you enjoy today's show. So let's get on with it. This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. All right, we're here with Brent Lee Smith, comedian, moonshine guru, moonshine psychic, moonshine life coach. Trivia master. Trivia master of the world, all of that. Uh, genie host. Ooh, moonshine genie. Let's not forget that. And, um, you know, stand-up comedian. And this, this week's show is a little different. Of course, we got the uh, uh, coronavirus thing going on, so we can't shoot any more shows in uh, public venues so uh we're using the zoom here to to get a hold of you but i thought it would be a uh um, a good time to get in touch with brent who does a lot of work on the show and um, have him talk about himself and the and the which is probably his favorite thing to do and stand-up comedy um so uh welcome to the show brent it's good to have you here yeah it's it's nice to be here. It's weird, everything going on, but you know we can make it work. <laughs> uh, so um, I, I know that part of your acting. I recently saw a video of your first um, uh, your first performance, and you talked about uh, some of the things that have happened to you. Um, I, I know you grew up in Indianapolis for for folks that are out there, but. You want to, you know, talk about some of the things that have um, uh, medically occurred to you that have put you in the spot of pretty much always wearing sunglasses, uh, even at night. <laughs> yeah, well, if we went through all my ailments, like this show would be like two days long. But um, with my eyes, it started uh, in see, 94, it's my sophomore year. It was a... Uh, the second week of football sectionals, um, I was like the third string quarterback. And I noticed that in practice on a Wednesday, uh, there was some, I was having a little trouble seeing and seeing like some uh, some folders around too. And then uh, we had the Thursday and Friday off of school, but we still had practice on Thursday and then the game on Friday. So like my mom uh, rented us some videos uh, to keep us occupied during the day. And I had to look at the, 
like the corner of the screen to see the whole thing because it just wasn't sure what was going on. So then we go, and then Friday uh, we're at the game, and like the our first string quarterback got hurt, and then on the first uh, play that the second string quarterback was on, he just got creamed, and I'm like, oh man, like normally I'd want to play, you know, but I was like, if I get in there, I can't see. And we had to pass too because we were down. So we go and eventually I go to the doctor and they give me some eye drops, whatever. So come back uh, then on Saturday, so come back Monday to see you know the fully staffed uh, doctors and everything. So I go and I see about 10 doctors from eight different countries. And I'm like, yeah, we need to send you to the hospital next door because we can't tell what's going on. And I'm like, well, that's nice. So I'm like, well, am I going blind? And uh, one of the doctors was like, well, we don't know for sure, so I guess we got to tell you maybe. And I was like, oh, man. This was a uh, – see, that was on the Halloween in 94, just before I turned 16. So we go to the, the other hospital, and they uh, do their tests and everything. I'm like, yeah, the, we think you have something called macular serpiginous retinitis. Like, okay, like, what's that? Well, you got scars on your retina. The macula, the macula is the center of your retina. So it's uh, scars in the center, so that's the location. Uh, Serpentinous means snake-like, so it's like the scars kind of like circling around itself. And then crory retinitis is the inflammation and scarring of the, the retina. So now i got blind spots um, where those scars are. And they're in a little bit different place for the most part uh, in each eye. So they compensate for each other. They do overlap a little bit in the middle. So I, I can never see this little spot like here. Um, so like with that, my, my eyes get tired more quickly because of the, they're compensating. And uh, which made school is harder because you have to read everything in school. Now it's not so bad because I don't have homework. <laughs> but um, and there's also the light sensitivity that they're kind of like a, glow-in-the-dark stars, or you can charge them up with light first, and if I get too much light, or like uh, camera flashes are the worst, just like a big flash all at once, then they don't compensate for each other, and I just can't see in the middle. But it's, there's one advantage to that, though, is, you know, I don't have to see ugly people if I don't want to. <laughs> so, you know, if I'm around anybody, and like I'm looking right at your face, you might be ugly. My eyes have suffered enough. <laughs> Dang, I have noticed you looking right at me. Well, that, well you know. <laughs> the, um, so if you're, uh, uh, you know, really not wanting to see something, just shine a nice flashlight in your face and it's over, right? Yeah, or just have me just look directly at you. It's... So, uh, so that, you know, that eyesight thing there that keeps you from being able to drive. Yeah. Like I had my warrant permit like three or four times cause you know, I, was, I wanted to drive, but my family sucks and like no one would ever like take me to teach me. Um, and then like eventually I was like, well, you know, this probably isn't a good idea. It was like, like my functional vision is all right for the most part, but like I definitely wouldn't be able to drive at night anyway because the headlights, those are, those get me pretty good. But, you know, it's, uh, if 
something like ran out in front of me, I'd have trouble seeing it. If it was just normal, just, you know, normal traffic, I'd be okay. But figured uh, you know, I'd try not to cause any accidents. And plus, now with other stuff, with like my tumor stuff, where I can, you know, pass out at any time, you know, that's probably not a, a good thing to drive either. That, you, you didn't talk about your tumor. So you, you had the eye problem happen first, and then later you had a brain tumor? Uh, it's not on my brain, uh, but it's in my head. There's not a whole lot of room in there for extra stuff. But it's a uh, trying to think. I mean, this one is called, uh, I almost started calling it the eye thing. It's a right jugular foraminoschwannoma. So it's on the right side. Here's a scar where they tried to go in and get a surgery. It's kind of like up in here and like back in here. And uh, it's benign, so that's cool. Uh, well, it's still a tumor, so it's not cool, but uh, <laughs> it's cool that it's not cancer anyway. Right. And uh, yeah, just one day, I was actually, uh, uh, I was running, uh, I've had season tickets for the fever ever since I've been home from, from college. Wearing my Tamika Ketchings jersey, she's just inducted to the Hall of Fame. She's one of the greatest female players ever and just a super great person. Um, so I was, uh, I didn't live too far from the, the arena. So I, I would walk and I was, so I got up late for the game. And I was fixing something to eat before I started to go to the game. And then I was going to take the food off the stove. And just as I walked into the kitchen, I got the most forceful and dizzy, like, you know, I've ever felt in my life. Like I gathered myself and was able to turn off the stove, you know, sit down for a little bit. I was like, well, you know, maybe I just need to eat, you know, maybe it's this low, uh, low blood sugar or something. And uh, so then I finally go and I eat. That didn't help. So I, ah, well, maybe I'm just coming down with something. Just, and this has never gone away. Like I went to the, uh, the hospital oh, like a week or two after it started just because I hadn't gotten any better. And they thought it was pneumonia. It wasn't. You know, it turns out my I found out later that my, my lungs are messed up too. And so now anytime I get like an x-ray or whatever, they go, oh, you got pneumonia. It's like, no, I got other stuff. Like I, you got to compare it to the last scan. Like, oh, okay. Um, so you got uh, eye problems. You got a, a tumor in your head and you got lung issues. Yeah. Um, so, but you're, you know, you, the attitude that you have about it is great. Um, so what, wh what made you start doing, uh, uh, comedy? What made you, uh, what, what motivated you to be a comedian? I thought about doing it like when I was younger, like uh, in college, but I was just too shy then. Uh, and then later on I ended up getting like a, a Groupon uh, to go to uh, crackers comedy club and uh, they kept giving out like free tickets after the show. And so I just kept going. Like you said, you know, the, the two drink minimum, whatever, but I just started going to the comedy show every week. And uh, they did have two, uh, two locations back then. So sometimes I'd go to crackers three times a week. I'd go see the open mic on Tuesday and I'd see uh, the professional show at one or the other location on Thursday and then the other one on Friday. And it's cool. Like uh, a lot of the times the comics will stay after the show and they'll be selling merch and then just, you know, talking with uh, you know, the crowd and everything and just seeing you know, just all the different styles of different comedians and different personalities and everything. I was like, oh, you know, I, maybe I want to try this, you know, 
you know, a little bit less shy now that, you know, I've, I've had my body fail me and, you know, there's less, uh, you know, it's not as big a deal if, if I try and something bad happens, you know, like I, you know, I've literally almost died. So, you know, if I go up on stage and, you know, it's not a great experience and all right, well, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> it could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's what I, like a lot of times talking to, you know, like first time uh, comedians, like they're nervous about the show and, you know, it's like, you know, it's not that big a deal. So if you go up and it does well, you have a good time. Awesome. If you don't do well, well, you can laugh about it later. You know, it's, it's not a big deal. So uh, I've been thinking about doing it, thinking about doing it. And then I saw Nick Griffin uh, crackers. He's one of my favorites. Um, Cause he like, like his style is kind of, I don't know. It's like, it, it's like in this uh, cloud of depression, just kind of fall, <laughs> but just making it, it, it funny. And you know, like I appreciate that. Like it takes extra effort to kind of to do what he does, like to talk about stuff that's kind of, you know, usually like a downer, but still making it funny. Like, yeah, you know. So I kind of got some of that going on. And um, so after the show, he's you know selling merch, and everything. I'm talking to him. I was like, hey, I'm thinking about uh, you know going up and doing it myself. You know, I've been going and watching you know shows for a while. And so well, uh, by the next time I come through town. Uh, you know, you better have gone up and know, uh, gone up and you know got on stage. I'm like, all right. So like, I signed up. Uh, uh, I filled out the little form to sign up uh, that night. So then, as I go and I went up and I, I was like, well, you know, I try it. If I like it, maybe I'll do it more. If not, then you know, I gave it a shot, and now I know. And like, as soon as I got on stage, I was like, oh, I kind of love this. So <laughs> we are. You know, six years and uh, five days later, and I'm a stand-up comic of sorts. All right. Keep going for my friend from India. I haven't seen him in a second. Brett Lee Smith. What's up, bitches? I know that I met you uh, out where we were at an open stage that did both music yeah. and comedy, which is a, a rare thing, really. I mean, uh, to mix them together because I'm, you know, 
obviously they're way different disciplines. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, um, uh, uh, you know, and then, you know, you decided to, uh, help us out. Uh, you know, we became friends. You decided to help us out with the show and, uh, we hosted, uh, a couple of the, a few of the episodes there at your, at your house and your garage and stuff. And, uh, yeah. you came onto the staff and, you know, it's been really fun. Uh, yeah, like, it's, it's been a blast. Like doing the mix shows, I like doing it just cause it, you know, it breaks it up a little bit and you see like, different kinds of talent. Um, that's the same way with the, the show I help run at the Melody Inn. Um, hopefully we can, hopefully things have, uh, you know, gotten better enough to where we can do the show in May because that's our anniversary show. Um, yeah, but at that show, like every, you can do whatever, like, you know, comedy, uh, music. We've had a uh, like sideshow burlesque dancers, uh, poetry. Um, you could just stand up and not do anything on stage for 10 minutes if you want. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that might be kind of funny. Yeah, well, like uh, Jeanette, like uh, she's a uh, she helps. Well, I help her run the show, and I think she has a story. Like the first time she went up, there were some guys. They went up, and I just put some keyboards on the floor, and she thought maybe they're going to like playing with their feet or whatever. And then they just stood there for a few minutes, and then they just left. <laughs> so, you know, that that was their act. But, all right, yeah, it's like. You never know what you're going to see at the mill. <laughs> any open mic, really. I mean, it yeah. turn into anything. And it's cool, too, like when we met at the tow yard, because you know, um, after uh, being going there for a while, uh, Steve, uh, the guy who ran the show, he's been on. Yeah, Steve Kinnon. Uh, yeah. Uh, real good dude. And he just he's like, hey, man, like you care if I like, you know, play music in the background you know, while you're telling jokes? I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Like we never rehearsed anything. It just, you know, uh, he knew my act from, you know, seeing me every week. And then, you know, he's got good timing for me and a musician and, you know, he's done some comedy stuff too. So, you know, he played, you know, like a different riff or, you know, a different punchline or whatever. And, you know, it's, yeah, it ended up being real cool. Yeah. I missed it. It's been a while since. Back there. He would like, he'd actually like accentuate some of your jokes with this <laughs> yeah it's nice it's weird like i haven't done that in a while like uh, going different places whatever and like and, you know certain jokes like you know he had like a special riff for it and like oh man it'd be cool if Steve was here and they're not laughing yet but if he riffed behind me they laugh <laughs> they're like, oh yeah okay you know they usually play uh, pay attention a little bit more when you got the little uh, novelty going on yeah that's uh that's interesting do you find that um do you, do you do props? Do you do like novelty things or is it all just like straight up stand up? Oh, here comes the cat. Yeah. <laughs> this is feature. That's, that's the first cat appearance on Moonshine of Music. Yeah. You see, I'm, oh, I hit the thing. So like, I'm the headliner of the house. She's the feature act. <laughs> I don't mm. know. Cat video might help the ratings over here. Yeah. yeah. You, A lot more. Uh, make sure you uh, when we put it on YouTube, you know, tag it with cat or yeah. <laughs> a little t- cat tag on there. We're being a jape. Uh, yeah. Oh, do you, uh, do you find yourself though doing uh, different things or, or is it all just uh, stories? Um, do a little bit different stuff. Uh, let's see. It was, I don't know. I was 
But first time I did comedy was in April of 2014. And then around Christmas, um, I was doing the open mic at Crackers. And uh, the guy who was supposed to the host the show, he was sick, whatever, didn't show up. So instead of getting a replacement host, uh, uh, we did what's called piggybacking. It was just, you, know, you just bring up the next person after you. So let's have a host come up in between everybody. You do your thing, and then you introduce the, the next act. And uh, so there, how a lot of open mics work is you have people that signed up, and then there's uh, the alternate list, you know, the alt list. And then you know, whoever's running the show will pick up, you know, a few people from the alt list if there's room on the show, depending on how much time and how many people signed up. And so it's long or short, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, usually they do that before the show because, you know, you get so much time. Um, and Crackers uh, would get six minutes. And so you could, you know, fill out the show. With, all right, you, know, you get six minutes a person, a little bit of time in between, and then you know, the show will be an hour and a half, and there you go. And then there's a guy who's mad he didn't get on the show. And so he's talking, trying to get some of us, like, to bring him up. Say, hey, man, like, instead of, you know, like, bringing you up, like, bring me up. I'll just do, like, a couple minutes real quick and whatever. And we're like, nah, we're not going to do that. Because, you know, it's just the show is supposed to be what's supposed to be and you know, he doesn't make the list, you know, it's not that big a deal. So the guy before me finishes uh, finishes up and he's starting to bring me up and then, like, he's, he jumps on stage and he gets to the mic before I do. And we're like, you know, like, what's going on, man? And so he goes, and he's not even funny. He's just whining about how he's living in his van with his cats and his girlfriend broke up with him and like the funniest thing he said was after he finally got off stage and he asked people for drugs. And uh, so after that one, like I brought a bat with me on stage a few times, you know, say, Hey, you know, that's not going to happen again. You know, I got a bat with me. You know, it's like if anybody wants to jump on stage now, you know, there are going to be some consequences. I have to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, after you want to get to that, uh, they had this contest going up at a, place called Latitude 39, which isn't there anymore. And uh, like the, the grand prize was like to go to Vegas and do a show with Louis Armstrong or something. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think the guy you want to actually ever, I don't think the, the prize actually happened, but so like I was doing the bit with the, with the bat then in a, so first uh, I'm, I'm walking through the parking lot and it's like, uh, it's, it's winter and that, that, I got like a backpack and the bat sticking out and and uh, I took the bus up. So I'm walking from the bus stop to the to the place and some cops stopped me and they're like because they see me walking with a bat in the parking lot. They're like, uh, you know, like what's that for? And I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm just you know I'm just a comedian. It's part of a bit, whatever. Like all right, we're just making sure you went and come up here and you know started hitting on cars, or whatever. It's like nah, I'm just trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a the bat with me and then I messed up a joke and uh and so I'm trying to figure out you know how to to get around it because like I forgot a line and you know essential to like you know three or four different things you know coming up and this guy starts heckling me I'm like all right cool so you know I'm dealing with him and and while I'm uh dealing with the heckler if one it's you know filling up a little bit of time for the stuff that I missed and then two it's giving me a chance to figure out like how to get out of you know, what I messed up already, you know, so I'm like basically threatening him with the bat, whatever. And he's like, uh, you know, like punch line. And so I was like, yeah, like, you know, keep it up. You have a bat line, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, sometimes very rarely like hecklers are a good thing. 
Uh, well, as far as props, that was a, you know, I mean, that's about the only thing except for the you know, hat and glasses. I'll talk about some. But, and, you know, what you do on the show, which is uh, sometimes you have the props for the, for the improv sketch in Moonshine of Music. Yeah, those are fun. Um, you yeah. know, so we got the, the bells for the, the trivia, the, the genie lamps, um, the psychic balls. <laughs> psychic balls. <laughs> so the, uh, you know, um, the thing about that is, uh, you know, the guests are informed that there's going to be an improv bit before, but sometimes they forget. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like <laughs> the best ones are when they have forgotten that it's going to happen and they are taken by surprise or, uh, or, you know, it can go the other way as well where they, you know. Yeah. It's a, uh, it all just depends. Cause you know, we do a couple of different things and uh, different people play along differently. And we've had like, you know, with the trivia, we just, you know, my answer is always to something ridiculous and it's always right. And then, this is moonshine trivia and you guys have to play against the world's greatest trivia player and see if you can defeat him <laughs> jay he's not he's about you he's not exaggerating no oh shoot oh. here we go so uh how many how many wins do you have now all of them all of them. All of the wins. All of them. All right. the wins. Which is so, more than none of we were, so. Listen, we were trying to be humble. Now we're going to be totally now ashamed. Now we have to be very, you know, <laughs> teeth are out. Here we go. Well, we have totally unique tri- trivia here at Moonshine and Music. So, okay. Does you already know. know the answers to these things? That's the question. Okay. okay. No. Well, yes, but... Because I'm not good, but there's no... Uh, not because he knew the questions before, because, because he knows the answers. He doesn't know what questions I'm going to ask. I understand. Okay, that's okay. Right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little worried about that. I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's... on the thing. He's fucking ready to go. Right, he's like... <laughs> well, I don't know who's, who has the answers. Well, just, it's just, just me. Just hit it. Who cares if we have the answer or not? Just hit it. What would you tell your younger self? Pterodactyl. Correct. Next. What? What the? Mm. Yep, that's a good right, Here we go. Solid answer. Just get it, get it, okay. get it, get it. Pick an age, any age. 14. 33. 14 is the answer. Correct. Yep, knew it. <laughs> if you had to get a face tattoo, what? Organ donation. <laughs> that's not a face tattoo. It doesn't matter. That's I think that, not even It's a face the right tattoo. answer. That's not Correct. Even. Shh, shh. Just uh, the questions that's are. It's not a face tattoo, is all I'm saying, dude. All I'm saying. Well, you know, I don't think you understand what's happening. I do get it. I do understand what's going on here. Still protesting. If you have to stay in a hotel. No. The answer is three dogs looking at a piece of loaf of bread. Five dollar holler. Correct. I knew it. No. Get your hand. No, would you rather be? I don't know. The, I don't know would, the answer. Would you one. rather be poked in the eye with a sharp stick or jabbed in the gut with a clap hammer? Mm. two. Correct. Mm, yep. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> These are all valid answers. I mean, this is good. It's good stuff. <laughs> Do you have any questions for me? Ah, we're out of time. Charles. Ah! <laughs> we all put our freaking hands on. Next time. Super Next time. <laughs> and Next our time. still reigning champion, Woo! Brent Lee Smith. Woo! Some people get it right away, and then some people, like with the, among the compromise, it was like, that's not right. No. Like, that's not the answer to that question. Or uh, with uh, Preston Black, where uh, you know, the guy's really trying to debunk me as a psychic. 
<laughs> which is yeah. really challenging when you're not actually a psychic. Yeah, it was to me. It was hilarious, and I was just trying not to the laugh the whole time, you know, and, and stay with the bit. And you know, I did afterwards. You know, I was like, hey, yeah, you know, thanks for playing along and everything. It was like playing along. It was like, yeah, you know, we're just being silly. He's like, oh man, I, like it was like my bucket list to debunk a psyche. And I'm like, awesome. Well, it's time for that moment in our show where we try to figure out your future, oh, and. Um, we have uh, on staff the Moonshine Psychic. Really? Yes, Brentley Smith, Moonshine Psychic, is on the set. And uh, it looks like he's come in and he's brought his... Backup crystal ball. <laughs> backup. Well, my backup backup crystal ball. Uh, yes, it's made, uh, for those of you who are just listening, out of toilet paper, or is this one... <laughs> You're not going to make me float away, are you? Well, it depends on you know how you act in the next couple of minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll keep it cool. No, it's it's made out of real crystal. It just you got to be have trained eyes to see it. I see. Okay. So, so your eyes are trained, or trained, trained, strange. That's the word for it. Trained. Apparently, you have to have special glasses and a fedora. This is what we've yes. learned. I told you we forgot a fedora. We knew a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you should've, know a guy? Should have called Axel Rose. Yeah, I remember the rule. It's only one fedora per crew, though. You can't. You can't have a multi fedora. I've never heard that rule. I, I don't know. You ever been in a jazz band? <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't. So, what's up with the future of these boys? Okay. What we got here? Actually, uh, not so much seeing a future as I'm seeing someone connected to you that's past. Um, oh, great. Do you know anyone who's doing sort of like with an A? What'd you say? An A. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam, Abraham. It's close. Axel, Angus. <laughs> you were close with Adam, but. Close with Adam? What, what was it? Maybe Alan? Alan? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, Alan. <laughs> Alan wanted to say uh, hello. That's all you wanted to say, Alan? Like, here's your chance to say hello. Oh, I said uh, he's, he's digging the new tunes. His favorite song is uh, that one that you're going to play later. <laughs> you have any questions for Alan? Yeah, if you're really talking to him, uh, <laughs> what concert did we go see together? And I ate barbecue sauce that was way too hot. Uh, Spice Girls. <laughs> you are a liar. That's a good guess. <laughs> Alan says uh, it wasn't it spice, was spice Girls, but you're just ashamed to say. <laughs> and since he's dead and free, he doesn't mind anymore. It was Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy. <laughs> okay, that was the other. One. That was the other one that he saw. I always heads. debunk so, uh, psychics. <laughs> yeah. I always have a code word. I always say, if I knew someone that died, tell me that word on the other side. If we ever talk to a psychic. Guacamole. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> It wasn't guacamole. Guacamole. Tartar sauce. Maybe. <laughs> Any questions uh, just uh, about your future? About my future? Yeah. Are we gonna break up soon? <laughs> Are you gonna break up soon? Not with each other, but maybe with your girlfriend. I'm married, so I hope not. Don't tell your wife. About your girlfriend. <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> this guy's got a girlfriend. Maybe it's him. They're maybe. breaking up, but I hope not either. <laughs> 
Because her name is starting with like an A, B, C, D, Z. Z? That's how the sidekicks work, man. They always. That was Zoe, Zelda, Zamora. Dude, if you're really sidekick, don't tell anybody and win the lottery. That's how you do it. I can't use it for something. You know what the stock market would do if you were really psychic. What's that? You know what the stock market would do at all times, so I wouldn't tell anybody if I knew what was going to be in the future. Because I'm being mean. It's just like it's like those Ouija boards. Oh, those are just those are bunk. Yeah, Ouija boards aren't real. I believe the Ouija board over a piece of ball paper. It's like paper untrained either. Am I being mean? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Just being, just going through that year. Not everyone understands. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us again, Moonshine Psychic. Hey, thank you for running sound, by the way. You oh. terrific. And, and stand-up comedian Brentley Smith. I, all right. <laughs> we need more comedians. We do. World. We do. Yeah. Well, yeah I guess I'm like my, my my whole life, I wanted to try and debunk a psychic. Yeah. And it was like, well, you know. You did a good job. You debunked a comedian. Nice yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I go into any of that, like I might have a, a couple of things in mind, just you know, kind of start off with, and then after that, it's just kind of you know go with the flow, and you know it's you know it's been really fun to see the different things and a lot of the times they play out. You know, sometimes I'm in on it to, yeah. to be real, but a lot of the time I'm just not. I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun for me. Like if I can make you laugh during it, then I'm all right. You know, we're doing all right. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, my my laughter is usually based on the reaction of our guests. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing too. Is like sometimes it's just something that's so ridiculous, and it's just like like I'm thinking to myself, like, what are we doing, man? This is just crazy. And then either you know they're going with it, and so it's just you know all a good fun, or they don't quite get it yet, and so you know it's like all right, well we'll see how ridiculous I can make it before they get the you know I'm being trying to be funny. Yeah, I don't even know how many we've done so far uh, of the of the comedy things, uh, but I think I think we started before the the fiftieth show, so we more than half of them have something now. Yeah, is that true? I I I I don't know. I. Uh, it's a lot of them, I know. I, I yeah, I think we started like around forty shows in or something like that. Yeah, that seems right. Um, and we're at a hundred and I guess this will be like a hundred and eleven. Yeah, I think so. So uh, it's a it's a lot. Um, uh, there's a lot of them with a bit in them. Yeah. And, um, you know what I'm gonna do now? I'm gonna show some of the comedy bits uh, for you and. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. It was really cool. And yeah. I think the Zoom thing kind of worked out. We'll, we'll probably have more of these for the audience out there to check out. But right now, here's some comedy from Brent Lee Smith. Woo. Cool. <laughs> so we have this little segment that we do. We have um, uh, the Moonshine Guru comes on. You may have seen Ooh. that happen in, a, uh, in, a, in another episode. And um, <laughs> the... Um, I guess the long and the short of it is that we have the world's greatest, greatest pseudo-psychologist, hey. um, Brent Lee Smith, who will join us here on the set. And um, 
What Brent does is, uh, you know, he answers advice from our listeners and, and watchers. Hi, Brent. And um, and and he also seeks the advice, uh, you know, assistance with that from from our guests. Oh. So you get to uh, chime in as well. So <laughs> here's today's note. It comes from Avon, Indiana. This Ooh. one's close by. Yeah. Yeah. Brent, your advice sucks. I hope you get the raging case of herpes and suffer. Do you think you could just love me or leave me? <laughs> I think this might be one of your girlfriends. It says Cindy from Avon. Doesn't he usually love them again? Oh, uh, Cindy. Um, <laughs> I already did leave her. I don't understand the problem. <laughs> She's already in the past? Yeah. Um, and... Yeah. I guess Brent out. needs the advice today. Uh, do you have any for him, Charlie? <laughs> well, it sounds like the solution was in the question. You know, if, yeah. if, if she is no longer a part of your, your life, then, uh, you know. Yeah, she's so not a part of my life that I don't remember her. Nice. It's almost like someone made her up. <laughs> hmm. Do you go by Brent or Brent Lee? <laughs> Lee's my middle name. Okay. So I just use my full name on, uh, on stage. Can I use Brent Lee? You can if you wish. Okay. So, you know, uh, this is your opportunity to also, if you need any advice, yeah. to ask the moonshine guru, like right in person. You don't even have to write a letter. Oh, wow, man. The moonshine guru, right in person. Don't even have to write a letter. Jeez. Uh, how are you with children? I'm good with children. Yeah? How yeah, about how about teenage children? Not as much good with teenage children. <laughs> yeah, me either, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Just smile and nod and walk away. Right. And <laughs> you know why? Why is it exactly? And okay, here's my general question. So, my son was late for work yesterday. Okay. And we passed, and we had just gone to see Avengers. Uh, yeah. my, my wife, my daughter, and I. Good point. And we were coming home, like, yeah, I'm totally not going to give it away. I promise. Uh, Kirk dies though. <laughs> so does Bob. What? So does Bob. Spock. No, Bob dies. Bob. 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 Oh, I, why did I hear yeah. Spock? So we're driving yeah. home from the movie, <laughs> and we pass my son on the way to work. And he has got to be at work at two o'clock. It's two o two. And I'm thinking, oh well, late for work. Aha, uh -huh. shame on you. Well, I noticed that he made a purchase at Dunkin' Donuts Ooh. because I get all the notices from his account because his account's my account. Right. Which, you know, might be a little invasive, but can I curse here? <laughs> yes. Okay, but fuck it. I mean, I don't care. I'm going to be invasive. Um, so today I ask him, hey, please empty the dish drainer in the kitchen. This is all very mundane stuff, you know, to the studio audience here. Very mundane stuff, right? Please empty the dish drainer before you go. Uh, do you really think I have time for that? Like, well, you had time yesterday to stop and grab a cup of coffee when you were already late. And then the grumbling, oh my gosh. The teenage angst and grumbling that I got to hear upstairs in those moments following my pointing out that, jackass, you had time for coffee, you don't have time to do what's expected of you. Mm -hmm. it, it like continued in this, this strange sub-audible level, like until he walked out the door. So that's a long way of saying, how should I deal with this young man? Uh, next time he does something like that, cut off the finger. Okay. And then he has nine more to remind him not to do it again. <laughs> if you're if you're around the fingers, uh, you can go with toes. And if you want to make a big statement, uh, go with ears or a nose. Okay. <laughs> and I appreciate that you understand he's a 17-year-old. Therefore, uh, avoiding the wiener is a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't want to mess with that. Yeah. And I just wanted to say wiener on microphone. <laughs> yeah. Because then you have to deal with child services and all that too. And yes, but fingers are fine. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, we got a bunch of them. Mm. Not gonna miss one. No, I mean I think that would be that would be incentive. You know, keeping keeping the digits. <laughs> yeah. Either that or uh, you know. Tattoo something on his forehead to remind him to be on time, like a sundial. <laughs> a sundial. I dig. 
I do. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us, Mr. Guru. We appreciate having you on the show. Right here. You're welcome. Solves. Hold on, wait a minute. I forgot a second. We have a man here, and he may not just be a man. Oh. He may be some you kind of them wolf men. Some kind of extra being. cyborg. Oh. Yeah. And and the thing is that he is uh, the world's greatest trivia player. He's proved that ah. over several episodes of Moonshine of Music. Did you bring Alex Trebek? And then he came to us as the Moonshine Guru, mm. and he gave us enlightenment. What's up, Darboro? How you doing, baby? With the world's problems. And today he comes in as the Moonshine Psychic, Hell Brent yeah. Lee Smith. Hey, Brent Lee Smith. Who? So, did you bring your crystal ball today? What's the? No, I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> Which way? I'm singing something else. Seems that uh, one of you is also forgetful. <laughs> something precious. I'd let you know, I don't know if who I he's was. About. But, yeah. <laughs> Maybe some sort of hunting instrument. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're getting you're getting close. One Warmer? Bear. Bear. Care bear. Minnesota. I know. Milwaukee. I don't. What, what's this got to do with the future? Them playing. <laughs> <laughs> we fixed it though. Yeah. They're gonna play. I believe so. Yeah, I think you guys are some kind of artists. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. I see, uh, like, crayons and microphones. More of a pastel guy myself. Okay. I finger paint. <laughs> Did you get consent? <laughs> Wham! Don't answer, I already know. Yeah. Take a picture, Mike, again for the third time. Do you guys have any questions? Did you like to know about the future or life uh, in general? <laughs> What's up, Siege? <laughs> So I've been plagued with a Macedonian she-hag witch curse, and could you tell me if I'm going to get rid of that, because it's, it's ob obstructing my jive. A Macedonian she-hag witch curse. That's, I mean, pretty common these days. Yeah, right? Yes, uh, actually, uh, the curse will be lifted uh, three seconds before you die. <laughs> three seconds apiece without a she-hag, I'll take know. it, baby. Yeah. Awesome. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. The producer for today's show was Joe Shelton. Our cameraman grip and stunt double was Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other things, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for new episodes right here with Moonshine and Music.